Hello and welcome to the Mobile Entrepreneur Podcast, the only podcast recorded live in a Tesla Model X. These short episodes are great ways to supercharge your day and get your business running on autopilot. Now here is your host, Ryan Gorman. What's up, guys? Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Mobile Entrepreneur. I am Ryan Gorman, your host, and in these episodes, nothing is off limits. We talk entrepreneurship, business, technology, whatever happens to come to mind. And in this episode, uh, I want to chat about uh, wholesale business, and that is selling B2B, not to the end user. Uh, This is something that a lot of e-commerce retailers don't seem to understand and I want to just cover that so that they can hopefully get a little bit of a grasp on it and uh, possibly see that even though e-commerce is the thing now, brick and mortar and big box stores, um, they're not going anywhere. So if they're managed correctly, they're still extremely profitable businesses. And now how that relates to you is, uh, let's say you create a product and right now you sell that product direct on your website. Uh, maybe you use Shopify, maybe you use WooCommerce and, and WordPress. Um, you know, there's dozens of other options out there, and that's what, not what this conversation is about. But what I'm talking about is if you're using pretty much any of those platforms, you as the manufacturer are selling direct to the end user. Now, what I want to cover is kind of the, the basic overview of the process of if you want to sell to either a distributor or... Um, you know, a retailer who's then going to retail your product to the end user for you. So there are pros and cons to both. Obviously, selling direct to retail, you are going to make that higher margin because you're selling direct to the customer. If you're selling to a wholesaler, they're typically going to want to make at least 35%, sometimes even more, but 35 seems to be pretty much about the standard. So if that's the case, you're going to be discounting your product 35% at least when you sell that to them. Uh, You know, if you've been selling on an e-commerce platform straight to the end user, your product sells, let's say, uh, for $10, then you're going to take, you know, $350 off of that. So, or if it's $100, obviously you're going to take $35 off that. So, um, the benefits to that is that instead of selling a unit one at a time, you're, you know, in most cases, you're able to sell a case quantity uh, whatever that case is, is up to you to decide. And obviously that depends if you're selling, you know, something that's huge versus something that's small. But right along with that, you're able to sell multiple units at a time. Therefore, in theory, you can make up more money, uh, make up the difference with the, you know, the loss in margin by, by making it up in volume. So there's two different schools of thought there on how you want to do that. Um, but when you're dealing with any kind of B2B, which is business to business, instead of uh, you know business to consumer, uh, any, type, any type of B2B, you're going to have a few different terminologies that come up and a few different methodologies of how you work. And one that I want to make sure that uh, people understand, because I've had a lot of questions recently about this, is what net terms are. And I think net terms, um, this gets a little bit overlooked. And it's a great tool if you're working a lot with mom and pop stores, if you implement it correctly. So basically what net terms are is you are extending a line of credit basically to your retailer um, and giving them a set amount of days to pay you. So the pro to this is that 
that gives them time to hopefully sell some of that product and generate some of the income they need to pay you for the product they bought from you. Now, how that can burn you is if they buy, if you extend, you know, Joe's Outdoor Store down the road, a $100,000 line of credit on net 30, you're basically telling him he can buy $100,000 worth of product from you and you're going to give him 30 days to pay that bill. So be cautious with that, especially if you don't have an existing relationship with that uh, customer because you don't know, you know what their deal is. So don't overextend yourself because you as the manufacturer, of course, you have to produce $100,000 worth of product to ship him if he does this, okay? So be cautious on that. But at the same time, uh, what I've done in all of the in all of the businesses that I've consulted with and all the clients that I've worked through this process with is that we do an initial order. Order number one is always done on a credit card. And you don't want to do it on a company debit card if you can avoid it. You want it on a credit card. And the reason for that is now you have their credit card on file with you. And for, for my businesses that I deal with, I always try to get people to have it in their dealer agreement because if you're selling... Um, if you are selling wholesale to a to a retailer, you need to have some sort of dealer agreement so everything is laid out. It's black and white. It's very easy for them to see what the you know what the process is, what the terms are, all that kind of stuff. So, in that dealer agreement, there needs to be a form in there that states you're offering net terms from you know from here moving forward. They have um, the first order goes on a credit card. And as part of that, if they do not pay you in full by the end of those terms, by the end of the net term, you are going to charge their credit card for the entire bill and you have authorization from them to do that. So that's what you need written. So if, uh, if there's any kind of um, you know, miscommunication on their part, or they don't get a check in the mail in time, or they're just trying to screw you on net terms, you have the ability to charge that card to recover the money that you extended to them. So that's what a net term is in a nutshell. Basically, it's very common to do a net 15, which is 15 days of credit. That's normal. Uh, And basically, that's also a, a tiny little bit of protection for the retailer as well, because they are not paying you upfront for product that they don't have. So if you have any kind of production delay or if something gets damaged in shipping or lost, um, they've got a little bit of a buffer in there because if if I buy something or if I sell something to Joe's Outdoors, uh, say I sell them $100,000 worth of product and that semi flips over on the way to him, um, you know, he's not going to be responsible for paying me for that. I'm going to invoice him when that truck leaves my dock, but you know, obviously I'm going to know that this truck flipped over and that all my product is ruined. So I will basically relieve him of that invoice. And then I will handle that on my end with insurance with the carrier. So, uh, that is a little bit of protection in both directions, but you need to make sure that you have that credit card on file to protect yourself. So you've got to, uh, do a little bit of due diligence there make sure that they sign those terms, make sure you have that, uh, process covered up and that's how you do that now another thing that a lot of retailers want is like an opening order discount for a new store and what that means is let's say joe's outdoors decides that he wants to uh, franchise and open up you know five new locations 
Um, obviously, if you're opening up a, a store, there's a huge expense that goes along with that, having to outfit all of the inventory in the store. And while that's not your problem, it goes a long way with a retailer if you can extend them an opening order discount for any kind of new store that they open. So what you're doing basically is saying, yes, I know you're opening five stores. If those stores want to place orders with me, I will give them a one-time 5% discount off invoice. Um, which it, it doesn't have to be a huge discount, but what that does for them, you know, if, if they've got, let's say they have 200 vendors in their store, different brands in their store, um, and each one of them offers them a 5% discount, you know, that adds up and that adds up to, uh, you know, could be a substantial amount of money. So it really is a good faith gesture to them to help them get up and going with a new location. And what you can do right along with that is yes, you offer them that discount, but then you also offer them, uh, any kind of promotion that you can, whether that is in-store marketing or whether that is, you know, you showing up, uh, at their grand opening to, uh, you know, promote your own products and just be a part of the festivities of that. Because most new retail stores that open, try to open with a bang and, uh, generate some traffic, you know, out of the gate. So that's two really good tactics that you can use there. Um, obviously net terms, just to cover this again, you've got net terms that you can extend out that you can uh, use as basically a self-funded line of credit. Um, make sure you have a credit card on file. So if there's any kind of discrepancy, you have an option to charge that card to get paid. And right along with that, um, is offering a new store discount, uh, typically in the realm of two to 5%, doesn't have to be huge. Uh, but that goes a long way when everybody does it to help these people launch stores, which helps your brand grow, which makes everybody a little bit happier. So that's what I got for you for today. Short and sweet. I am up to my destination now, and I'll catch you on the next episode.